Welcome to Roadcase, the podcast that explores the live music experience. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Josh Rosenberg, and I'll be taking you on a journey through in-depth interviews with performers and key people in the industry to explore the magic of live music, how it can be totally transformative for both fans and performers, and we'll look at how they take it all out on the road. It's going to be a great ride, so here we go. Welcome back to Roadcase, everybody. This is your host, Josh Rosenberg. I am psyched for this episode with the Sacred Souls, and I'm so happy that you're along for the ride. If you're here for the first time, welcome to the Roadcase community. If you are a returning listener, I'm so glad to have you back, and thanks so much for being here, and thanks for your continued support of Roadcase. Uh, there's a couple different ways that you can support Roadcase, and a really quick and easy way to do that is to follow us on the socials. We are at Roadcase Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So please visit those and give us a follow. Really helps out Roadcase. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you just want to say hey and reach out. My email is info at roadcasepod.com. You can reach me there. Would love to hear from you. If you want to learn more information about Roadcase, you can go to our website, www.roadcasepod.com. Another great way to support Roadcase, super easy to do. And uh, that is to subscribe to Roadcase on their favorite listening platform. So uh, most people are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, uh, you can subscribe by hitting that follow box right there at the Roadcase homepage. If you're on Apple Podcasts, super easy to do to subscribe to Roadcase there. You just click that check mark up in the upper right hand corner and you'll get live updates as to when new episodes come into the world. It's a great way to support Roadcase and really helps out the show. Uh, another great way to support Roadcase is to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Again, if you're on Spotify, right below that follow box, there's a box with some stars. It's as easy as doing that. Just click on that box. Really helps out Roadcase, and it's super easy to do. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll up from the Roadcase homepage, and you'll see a bunch of stars and a place to write a review. Just punch a bunch of those stars. And if you just write a couple words of review, it really helps out the show on those platforms and helps get uh, more favorable placing for Roadcase on those platforms and really, really appreciate your support in doing that. So I'm really psyched to have the Sacred Souls on the show for this episode. Uh, and the Sacred Souls is Alex Garcia on guitar, Sal Samano on bass, and Josh Lang on on vocals. Uh, their de debut album was released last year and it is self-titled. Uh, they also have a new single currently out entitled Running Away. Uh, their band really combines uh, a really amazing mixture of 70s soul and R&B. It's kind of this new Southern California vibes, this Chicano sound, if you will. Uh, and it's really infectious and really beautiful. These guys met in a 2018-2019 time frame, uh, so they're fairly new, and uh, Josh was up in Sacramento, and Alex and Sal live in San Diego. Uh, they met uh, in a really interesting way that you'll, uh, that it's explained during this 
interview and their their lyrics and kind of the 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 content lyrical vibe of this band is they really talk about emotion, love, relationships, self-acceptance and Josh is just up there putting it all out and I saw them at uh, Thalia Hall in Chicago recently and the vibe that this band has with their fans and the level to which they're fans are into what these guys are putting out lyrically and sonically is just really wonderful. It was really amazing to witness that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. I have limited time with these guys. The time frame for this interview kind of got compressed because I spoke to them prior to their show while they were on their U.S. tour earlier this year. So it's a fairly brief interview, but I wanted to get these guys on the show and bring them uh, to you amazing listeners here on Roadcase because I really think these guys are doing some, uh, to really doing something special. Also to note, uh, Josh Lane, the lead vocalist, joins this interview about 10 minutes in, uh, about halfway through. So I start out talking to Alex and Sal, which is wonderful. Just wanted to, to highlight that as well. These guys are out there in support of Portugal the Man this year, as well as Nathaniel Rateliff on tour. You can see more tour dates by going to their website. Uh, these guys are just absolutely amazing. Go listen to their most recent debut self-titled album. It's really wonderful. Thanks so much for you all for being here for this episode of Roadcase. So happy that you're here. And I want to send a special thank you to the Sacred Souls, Alex, Sal, and Josh for being here on this episode of Roadcase. And here we go. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on Roadcase. Alex and Sal. So great to have you here. These sacred souls are just killing it. I saw your show in Chicago. Thanks for being here, you guys. Oh, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was saying I grew up in Southern California. I grew up in L.A., uh, and my mom has lived in San Diego for like 45 years. I grew up with my dad in L.A., and my mom was in San Diego. So I'm in San Diego all the time. You guys are from Chula Vista originally. Is that where that's the deal? Um, I'm from Chula Vista. Uh, I'm from Imperial Beach, yeah. From where? Imperial Beach. Oh, that's like just that's a that's better, right? <laughs> yeah, he was on the you were you were a beach dude, right? I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He dabbles. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. dabbles with the beach. He dabbles with the beach, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, cool. So, what you guys, uh, San Diego natives? That's always I always like having SoCal representatives on the show and. Um, uh, what was music life there? Like, did you guys know each other growing up or, you know, bring me on board to your, your, both your kind of close association? I mean, somehow people think we're related, but we're not. So we didn't know each other when we grew up. But, it's just, it's um, the mustache. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but we met, um, in like, sometime in like 2018, um, we, were ah. just, we had mutual friends in the music scene, the, the DIY music scene. And we, uh, played a gig together and you know started uh shooting the shit and just uh boozing it, boozing it up a little bit and and this is kind of how this project got started so uh-huh yeah and you guys came at it kind of from a uh soul but sort of um chicano roots music also like that's kind of thrown around a lot and while i grew up in southern california i was mostly like a classic rock guy but i love bands like i don't know if i'm throwing out right names here but like war from way back i mean yeah 
oh, like I was doing some reading and researching and like someone threw out war as just a, you know, a touch point for talking about these sacred sites. I was like, yeah, that, that, that's an incredible band. What'd you guys grow up? I mean, that, that goes way back. Like I'm older than you guys, but what'd you guys grew up listening to? And what does that mean? Like with Chicano music, can you just bring me up to, to speed on what that is for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I think both of us grew up with a, a wide variety of music, not just soul music. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I I grew up listening to classic rock as well, and like even right. like cumbias or um, Vicente Fernandez or you know, but soul music was always there. Like um, my dad used to play like the Delphonics and Brenton Wood and Billy Stewart, um, yeah, around the house, and but also like like funk artists as well, like uh, like uh, Zapp and Roger, you know, Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go digging around in your crates, man. <laughs> Sorry, Sal. Go ahead. I was just saying. Uh, I feel like it's more of like growing up Chicano. You grew up with soul. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. Uh, I don't know if necessarily what we're making is Chicano soul, but you know, that's we yeah. Grew up listening to soul as of yeah, as the same as a lot of Chicanos in in San Diego and California. You know. Yeah. So yeah, like like he was saying, we you know it was, it was all types of different music growing up, you know whether it was yeah, more yeah. soul, reggae, you know hip hop, you know Latin, all all kinds of things. Do you feel like it's weird, like media will say Chicano soul because what you're saying is like you guys grew up in that culture or that was influential in your kind of family and upbringing or what have you, the way you guys grew up, you know? Um, but if it's coming from all kinds of different influences, then is there really, is that really a lane or is that something that's just kind of a, a convenient label to sort of describe how you guys grew up and what your sort of uh, organic influences are in your life? Well, it's like, I mean, we're, you know, our group is a very diverse group, you know? And mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that we are making Chicano music just because we're Chicanos, you know? I think it's like, yeah, we're just making soul, soul, soul music, you know. But there were right. like big influences on the early, you know, parts of the band, which was like I was listening to a lot of, you know, the Midnighters out of East LA, you know, yeah. Sunny and the Sun Glows out of um, uh, was uh, San Antonio, you know, Royal Gestures uh-huh. out of San Antonio. So a lot of the influences did come from Chicano soul specifically, but right. but yeah, right, yeah. Uh, Alex, you kind of feel the same way, or so that sort of does it hit you in a different way, or? No, oh, yeah, I feel the same about it. So you guys uh, met in 2018, and sort of just from a DIY perspective, kind of connected there, and then sort of what did that kind of look like when you got together and started playing, and um, were you looking for a vocalist at that point, or what? What was that like? Or maybe you, one of you guys sang. At that at that time when we met, I had um, already written the instrumental to Rose, and so mm. uh, that's kind of what like got us, you know, talking about doing something together with it. Because at that time, I didn't even think anything of it. I was kind of like, all right, it's just because I, I had my own like solo project, and that was my first time kind of like. Um, trying to do something that was just like specifically soul music, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, we had, we had, uh, some instrumentals and, uh, we knew we needed a vocalist. So I hit up Josh on Instagram and that's the rest of that was, uh, history, I guess, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting story. So, who's the like? Were you like looking for a vocalist and like just scrolling through? It's like how exactly how did that go down? Because that's a that's a crazy story. I mean, not so crazy, but it just sat like, oh, I found we found our singer on Instagram. Mutual friends, like Josh, is kind of like he was around the same people that we were hanging out with, and I don't know yeah. how I started following Josh, and, and neither does he, but he would post some clips of, of his solo stuff. And so would I, and like, we would just start going back and forth with each other. And, you know, and that was, it was just organic, you know, in that sense, like, Hey, let's just jam. And, you know, there's no expectations or anything, but he, right, he actually right. wanted me to play uh, drums for his solo project. I guess that was his like motive when we met. But, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I have another uh, proposition for you. <laughs> Yeah, and that kind of just picked up immediately, and he came and joined you guys. Um, he came and recorded um those the two demos or three demos for uh, "Week for Your Love" and "Rose" and "Will I See You Again." And then uh, right. we kind of lost them for we lost them for we lost them for like two months, and I don't know what happened. And we just like <laughs> he went missing in action, and then right uh, somehow we we're like there goes that. Damn. Yeah, we're like damn. <laughs> well, hopefully, he didn't take it too personally. I guess right? what happened. <laughs> Was that what, 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 what oh, he just know. like went, went I, off the program? I, have no idea. I think it was just so casual that he was like, "Oh, that was cool," you know. Just yeah, did three songs. And that was that. You know? And we're just like, "All right, oh, but right. like, what next, though?" Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Had you been playing with other vocalists and, or singers in in town or? Jensen. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, Jensen. Um, you had been. She was. I mean, no, we we didn't. We had her as a. a of the background vocalist. Right, yeah, she came in. She came in and did harmonies on, on these songs that were, that were already recorded with Josh. So we, because gotcha. we, we, we knew gotcha. obviously like to, to get these songs out live, we have to have more people helping us out. Yeah. So, and in, in the San Diego scene, it's like, I feel like if you're playing music in a band, like chances are, you know, the people who are with other people, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like me and Alex all somehow, me, Alex, Josh, like, the people that we were all hanging out with separately all knew each other. We just didn't know each other. Yeah. And, you, you, know, and so. you knew Jen scene through uh, the DIY scene. Through the scene as well, yeah. yeah. So everybody in this band, we kind of like, yeah, we knew in some sort of way. Kind of knew each, knew of one another somehow through the yeah, whole community. All- Interesting. So where are you guys right now? I see you're, you've got a, you got sound check coming up in a couple minutes, but where, where exactly are you? Uh, we're in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Van Buren, okay. the Van Buren Theater, I believe. The Van Buren Theater, Phoenix. Yeah, I saw your show at Thalia Hall in Chicago. That was really, that was cool. You guys put out a really great sound. And what I love is kind of this real organic feel of love, self-acceptance, relationships. Um, I know John, I, I don't know. Does if he writes all the songs or not, but there's a lot of these great themes and I loved that empowerment feeling and I got the feel. There was such an incredible resonance with those, with, with your fans and um, the people that came to see you guys play. How much do you guys, not to overuse the term, but how much do you guys resonate with those themes? I know Josh is out there putting it out there, but... Let's talk a little bit about what these sacred souls means to you guys in terms of what you're putting out. I mean, as far as what we're putting out is just honest music. And yeah, um, I always just try to be myself when I write music. So 
I hope that can translate, you know. So I, I'm, I, I think that's why people can resonate with us because we're just, um, yeah, you know, ourselves, and, and and we're not trying to copy anyone really, you know. <laughs> right. I also right. feel like I also feel like Josh is very good at, you know, when he comes up with lyrics or, or you know, if he's trying to write, he's very good at uh, like writing something that's very relatable. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of times, like a lot of this, I think people like the music so much because a lot of what, you know, is being said is, you know, pretty relatable. Like you can, it resonates. Yeah. It's not like super complicated analogies about love and romance. It's like, oh, this is working. This is cool, but it's kind of difficult. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to sound trite or anything, but it's very, um, it's, yeah, it's relatable. Like you said, Sal, I think, uh, um, and and that's really refreshing and fun and you know um it really kind of jimes with the music that you guys are are adding to it as well um how important is it for you guys being drummer and bassist to connect with the the audience and fans as well and sort of how do you feed off of what Josh is doing to make that kind of connection and make sure that the fans are kind of feeling that as well is there something there that that you guys sort of tap into uh we just stay locked in with each other you yeah. know and it's yeah. like you have to um a feel is is a, a hard thing for uh musicians to, to to learn you know what i mean and i feel like uh we try our best to make sure that we're feeling the song well so when i when we're like not thinking and we're in the present i feel like that resonates with other people too you know yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, you know, Josh is up there, you know, talking to everybody and making sure everybody feels good. You know, and me and Alex are kind of, you know, in the back, just making sure that us two sound good, you know. Just no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm listening oh, to, to everything and, and reacting, you know. As, as a drummer, right. you have to because there's dynamics involved and you know when to push the song and, and when to lay back and, you know. Sorry, I take that back. I'm not paying attention to the crowd. I'm just trying to hang in the back and make sure, make sure it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Josh, good to see you, man. Thanks for joining. We, we weren't talking about you at all, so don't worry about it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, well, I was just I was just mentioning to Alex and Sal. Um, you know, your the 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 kind of like sort of plain language and ordinary kind of way that you allow your fans to sort of relate to the music and talking about it in very, um, not simplistic, but very easy terms so that, um, not in super rhyme or analogy, it's very relatable. What, what, where do you come from with that kind of sense of, um, artistic creativity and the way that you want to relate to your fans that way? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's just coming from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. I know that we all relate in in broad strokes. And so Mm -hmm. the broad strokes is the most diverse way to be relatable. So that's probably the the mindset. Interesting. deals with certain emotions, maybe with different archetypes and stories but if you take one step back and make it a broad stroke you know that you're going to hit everyone everybody you know as long as you're alive long enough you're probably going to deal with heartbreak or questions of who you are to compare to the world and 
love, mm-hmm. all those things. So I don't know. That's that's I don't really think about it that much, but that's probably the broad stroke. Are I you think. like? Are you like that in your own life? Are you very kind of, it sounds like a very sort of cut to the chase. This is what it is. This might be difficult, but here are the elements. Are you, are you, do you find it difficult or do you find it easy to break down bigger issues into like easier bite-sized pieces? I don't know, man. That's a good question as well. (laughs) I, I I like to, I like to oscillate between the macro and the micro when it comes to life, when it comes to Uh sometimes it's overwhelming to think of the macro when it comes to, for instance, my place in the world, but in the micro, it's easier to think about my place in my community or sometimes society, you know, it's easier to break that into the micro and smaller communities because otherwise it starts to get overwhelming. So I don't know. I like to jump around between, I like to get to the chase, but I also like to think poetic and stuff too. It's just, if this is more cut to the chase, that's just the way this record kind of, presented itself. Ah, uh, okay. So you kind of, what you're saying is a, sir, you do a little bit of both, but sure, yeah. kind of the, the micro stuff sort of resonates with you because it's, it's, it's sort of easier to understand what I was telling these guys. I don't know if you heard me say that, but there was a real, I, I was really impressed with how the fans related to what you were saying, not only related to the music, uh, but also they were, it was enthralling to see the kind of effect that all three of you guys had and Josh, your lyrics and getting out there and and in particular was, was striking. Like what impact does that have on you guys? This kind of connection that you guys are making is just extraordinary. And then that's a, that's a, that's a jump ball for whoever wants to take that. Just what kind of impact does that have on you guys? I mean, we're, we're grateful for sure. You know, I, I, I try not to, um, think about it too much, you know, cause I mm-hmm. just want to make sure I'm just uh, performing well, but I mean, we're, yeah. we're all very grateful for all the support that we get. It's yeah. kind of surreal, you know? Yeah. When I went to that show, I was like, Oh, this is so fucking cool that these people are like, everyone's really relating to these, like really, um, kind of plain language issues that can occur in interpersonal relationships or your own kind of romantic relationships. I mean, not to say that that's all there is in the songs, but that in particular, that people were very wanting that kind of affirmation that, yeah, it's fucking difficult or it's easy or when it clicks, it's great, you know, in, in so many different topics, that was, that was really cool. But interesting that Alex, you're saying like, yeah, you're noticing it, but you know, the vibe is what it is, but I was like, I, I thought that was really cool. Josh, what kind of impact does that have on you? Putting that out, get getting back that kind of feedback and vibe of uh, your fans really relating to what you're talking about. Uh, it's very rewarding. I feel like I've always wanted personally to connect to people like my mom when I was younger, thought I was going to be like in, in the church and a worship pastor doing something like that. But I'm um, <laughs> I'm very much uh, not connected to a religion at this point, but I'm spiritual. And so I feel like this is a chance to connect on a deeper, simple level with people. We're, we're all so similar with all of our differences that make us who we are. We're still so similar in our wants and desires. We want love. We don't want separation. Usually we, we want community. We want yeah. to feel seen. We want certain people to see us, you know, so all these things are easy hanging fruit when it comes to being relatable because 
We yeah. Could write some deep poetic allegory, like some kind of deep poetic story, and it not hit the veins as quick as just being like, "Man, will I ever see you?" Totally. Is this is this a thing that we're going to be doing, or it's easier said than done? It's like these are like I guess I'm I'm digging into what you're saying about the simplicity of it. It is simple. It is, yeah. And well, I'm digging what you're saying about people wanting to be seen. That's an important factor. You know, and when they can hear what you're saying and in and not only relate to the music and love that vibe too, with due respect to the rhythm section, you two, uh, they also they um, that 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 simplicity allows people to be oh yeah, and it, it's not complicated uh, and and oh someone else is going through that as well and that's an essence of music but it really happens in in what you guys are doing too and I feel like I can get too detailed and then it's like oh that's Josh's story of this or mm -hmm. that's Kendrick's or that's I don't know I'm thinking of people Frank Ocean's heartbreaks or whatever yeah. but if you yeah. bring it back a little bit it's like they can easily put themselves in that same oh that got me through this heartbreak or recently I've been getting a lot of people come to me specifically and say that uh uh Sorry for Tomorrow got them through like losing their mom. Like somebody just said they lost their brother to suicide a week uh. before our show and like that song got them through the night and, and has been getting them through the weeks. It's like that kind of stuff makes it where you realize music is important for creative purposes, but it's also such a human medicine. And so it's cool to be on the pharmaceutical side of that, you know, <laughs> dishing out some <laughs> right. right in these different genres of life. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That's such that's such great stuff. And it's so interesting how, um, you know, if I had more time with you guys, I wanted to talk about, you know, that you guys are doing analog recording. And that was a whole thing before COVID. And it's interesting because you're so you were so devoted to the vinyl and analog process. And here you are in the, in, in uh, it's so been so intertwined with live music and making that connection with others. Um, so interesting uh, and, and such great stuff, you guys, and you guys are headed to Europe and then you're coming back to the U S and you're opening for one of the coolest bands, a, a really cool band, Portugal, the man, uh, opening for them. Am I, I think it yeah, Red Rocks, yeah, yeah. Red Rocks yeah. Yeah, among other, among other spots. That's, that's going to be cool yeah. to get in front of that audience as well will be amazing. Um, you guys are so great. want to respect your time. You're just here for a quick couple of minutes, but. Thanks so much for being here, you guys. Yeah, really thank appreciate, you. really appreciate what you do, um, and uh, always love to rep a, a California band. I was gonna about to say SoCal band, but Josh, we didn't even get into your whole Sacramento thing. Where my mom grew up in Sacramento, went to McClatchy High School in Sacramento in like the nineteen fifties or whatever the hell that when, whenever that was. But uh, yeah, 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 SoCal yeah. transplant right. from NorCal. Yeah. yeah, California love, California in <laughs> general, though, you know. NorCal and SoCal. We won't even have that argument, but you know, go go but go go Lakers. <laughs> well, you guys are probably Clippers fans though, right? The two of you? I'm not, very, uh, I'm not a sports dude. I like the Padres. Uh, anyway. All right, all right. Thanks again for being here, you guys. Go do your sound check and thanks for being on Roadcase. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, that was me talking to these dudes, the Sacred Souls, Alex Garcia, Sal Samano, and vocalist Josh Lane. 
the way they met Josh was amazing. Uh, you know, Alex and Sal hit him up on Instagram, loved what he did, came down, and the rest is history. And that, you know, they didn't meet until just like a couple of years ago, 2018, 2019. Uh, I really dig their influences. I talked about um, War, uh, the band with Eric Burden, uh, just who has some incredible songs, uh, really kind of personifies that really totally subtle cool 70s r&b vibe it's got like rock undertones to it uh just really love that and they have a whole set of different influences uh of uh, that socal vibe sound and everything else that they had been listening to from los angeles or from san diego really love talking to josh about the kind of the macro and micro side of his songwriting uh micro would mean looking at kind of real life in plain language, poetic macro is more, that's the micro side. Macro side is more of like a poetic side of just sort of bigger picture, but he really loves getting, rolling up his sleeves, connecting with fans in that real way and seeing the impact that it has on fans, that fan who lost somebody that they loved or that fan who's going through a bad breakup and uh, the, just the plain language. And I, and I, I, that Josh uses, I, I picked up on that when I saw them at Dahlia Hall. It was, um, I mean, it's, it's not like anything secret, but it's out there. And, um, but it is striking the way that it is more plain language. Um, I love poeticism just the, as much as everybody else. And, but this really kind of had an impact. It was very, very interesting. And I also love how Alex and Sal talked about how they were so grateful for the support of their fans and that their kind of rise uh, in popularity now really kind of feels surreal to them. Them. And that's that's entirely understandable. And Josh was talking about how people just want to be seen. And that's totally true. Uh, if you put it down in plain language, kind of the issues that you face and the problems that you have, and you can relate to it because it's somebody else that's having those problems as well. That's what it's all about. That's why we talk to therapists. That's why we talk to friends. That's why we go see music. Uh, it's that personal impact. And I absolutely loved what Josh says about how music is a human medicine and that he operates on the pharmaceutical side of that equation. That is the one who doles out that medicine. Um, not a heady concept or an unusual concept by any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty simplistic, but he is up there to put a name on it. It's human medicine. Music is medicine. It's great for everybody. Uh, we all relate to it in certain ways and certain music, uh, and that certain medicine affects us all in different ways, and it's just absolutely really wonderful. I am so glad that the Sacred Souls are doing what they're doing. Uh, go listen to their latest self-titled album and check out their new single, Running Away. They've got tour dates coming up this year. Uh, they are touring in support, among other things, uh, among their headlining dates, they're touring in support of Portugal the Man and Nathaniel Rateliff this year. Go to their website to see more information on their tour. Thanks so much for being here, everyone. I am so grateful for all of your support. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, please tune in to Roadcase for future episodes, and you can follow along with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at Roadcase Pod. I want to send a special thank you to the Sacred Souls for being here, Alex Garcia, Sal Samano, and Josh Lane for being here on this episode of Roadcase. Thanks again so much for listening. 
And I'd like to encourage everyone to get involved with Roadcase. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can email me at info at roadcasepod.com with questions, comments, and even suggestions for guests. Or you can follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at RoadcasePod. And we have a YouTube channel called Roadcase Podcast. And of course, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And if you could please rate and review the podcast while you're there, that would be great. So I want to thank Waltzer for this awesome theme music that we have. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to Roadcase. We have a lot of great episodes coming up, so I'll see you on down the road. <laughs>